Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. He's been fantastic. He's been a true professional about it. Obviously, times where he wants the ball, and deservedly so. You know, he's one of the best, if not the best, receivers in the game, and he gets a lot of attention from defenses. So sometimes it's just how it plays out, but I got to be, be better in that aspect, too. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen there talking about Stephon Diggs. It is going to be a talking point, really, until they figure it out. I mean, like, that's we saw in the offseason, until it's, like, definitively figured it out. It's going to be a talking point, I, I, and I think rightfully so. I am not somebody that's going to shy away from it. I don't really think it is warranted to shy away from it. It is something they do desperately need to figure out because until they do, their offense is, is always going to be, I think, operating at less than 100%, even with the emergence of the run game, with James Cook, of course, and Ty Johnson. It's, it's not going to be what it should be. And maybe, though, this year in the AFC, that's what it's going to be. I mean, realistically, Josh, right? I mean, maybe this year in the AFC – Diggs not being the Stephon Diggs of years past mm. is just kind of par for the course. With, right. I mean, because with, you with have this look, AFC this year. Yeah. You look at the rest of the teams and like nobody's having like a pop year. Even even the teams that are having explosive years for wide receivers, Miami, they're a paper tiger, right? I mean, right. That's, that's kind of where we're at with them. Yeah. Um, speaking of Josh Allen and like, you know, great offensive games, the one day that the offense was, you know, clicking was the Dallas game. And the Pro Football Hall of Fame tweeted out a, a couple hours ago that the jersey that Allen wore during that game is now in the Hall of Fame. Wait, the Dallas yeah. game? Yeah, because in Week 15, he set the NFL record for most games in a season with a, both a passing and rushing touchdown. That is right. He did do that. So it's on display. It's it's very uh, blue and beautiful, and it's you know in a jersey case. And if you look at my phone, you could see what I'm showing you, Zach. But whatever. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, it's it's pretty cool looking. I uh, I think it's, that I think is going to be that is going to be my favorite thing. From I think that it's game. also funny that in the background of this picture, there's Mahomes, like a Mahomes jersey, game ball, and cleats and gloves. Oh, that's funny. I, I don't know what that from it, the 13 seconds game probably. No, it's got like Just kidding. <laughs> it would be funny, but I think it's got like pictures. From like a, a game they played against the Saints, unless that's like multiple different things in the same box. Oh, it might be. Yeah, no, it might be. Like I, just, I, I find that hysterical. That no, because there's game a... where Allen says I was super happy to basically just be the one guy in a group project who did nothing but got an A. <laughs> He's in his the jersey will go to the Hall of Fame because of a record he did in that <laughs> right. break. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I but yeah, yeah, just with the offense, I just I always think they're going to be kind of operating at a. 
a not optimal level. And you're even kind of seeing it with some of the picks Allen has thrown this year. Of just he's looked confused. The one to Kincaid this last week, he didn't even see the safety there, and it's it has caused some problems for the team. And 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 look, I don't care too much for interceptions, but we are starting to get to a point where like if Allen throws two this week. Like, it's too many. It's far too many. It's not like he has 35 passing touchdowns. Yes, he has a ton of rushing touchdowns, but we're also getting to the territory that he's doing it kind of like how Hurts does it, where, like, it's just from the one yard in, just give it to the six foot six quarterback and just let him do it. Now, do want to talk a little bit about the Buffalo Sabres here. They are playing tonight in Montreal, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 p.m. pregame right here on WGR. Hockey's back. And that's <laughs> so positive for... Hey, like six right. people. Here's my mindset and my lifestyle that I'm gonna bestow upon you. You, you in particular, but also anyone listening out there that finds it hard to to get up and get excited for these Sabres games while watching their young players perform at the World Junior Championship. First of all, our own Paul Hamilton tweeted a few minutes ago: Levi will start tonight. Okay, so he's gonna start his first ever game in Montreal. He's from Montreal, and it's right. So yes. that's that's, that's exciting. exciting. Good for him. Um, pretty sure we'll get a, a few shots of you know Levi with his family tonight and things like that. That'll be fun. So that'll be exciting. But here's here's the lifestyle. As I said yesterday, I'm Captain Optimism on Twitter for a reason. We have seen Zach Benson come into this team and be absolutely insane at 18 years old. He didn't even play in the World Juniors this year because the Sabres were like, no, you can't leave. Mm-hmm. Please don't leave. It's going to happen again. There are players that it's that it's happened in the past where, like, Rasmus Dahlin played in the World Juniors the year after the Sabres drafted him and was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked great. Levi, last year, I think, or maybe no, a couple years ago. I was going to say, he didn't play much in one of Canada's tournaments. That was that, kind of frustrating. That, that wasn't, wasn't the World Juniors, though. That wasn't the World Juniors, That's right. Though. That's but, right. But it's... These things will happen, and these players will make it. Like, it's mm-hmm. not... Like, Rose, Isaac Rosine had this last year. Where he was great, and sure he's still in Rochester, but he played a couple games this year. Just can we trade somebody? Why? They're all they're but, all not going to be here, it, and they need NHL ready defensemen who don't get confused on a defensive assignment to leave a wide open two on one, where yeah. the goaltender just sits there and goes, uh-huh, "I'm going to make peace with God now," because <laughs> that's going to be a goal. Well, like like th- this is my thing, and then they're not even scoring like they were. It took what 35 games for Granado to go, hey. Maybe we should just start playing like we were last year where we were running teams out of out of the arenas because we just were a bat out of hell at times. I mean, the amount of times, Josh, we've talked about this on and off the air, just like they show up to arenas home or away, a lot of times at home, down to nothing. Yeah. I mean, the moment the game starts. But here's the thing. I, It's, it's something that's like, I, I know, we're sitting here in almost year 12 of, or year 13, I've lost track. What are we at? Playoff I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at a we're, point now. We're, we're over a decade into this playoff drought. I, I think it's 12. Yeah. 12? Okay. I'm, I'm at a point 2011 now. 2011 was this. the last year, so we're going on 13. Yeah. I'm at Sweet. a point now. It's <laughs> it's more natural what? for me to watch the Sabres be atrocious than even slightly competitive. Well, it's far more natural here, for me. Here's my point. is, I, I know we're sitting here in year 12 or 13 or whatever saying this, but it's, it's, it's got to stop sometime. Like there's got to be a breaking point. There's got to be a point where everything just falls into place, you know. And 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 for anyone it's else, almost definitely not this year. There are what four and a half percent chance to make the playoffs. Four point three. Oh boy, <laughs> even worse than four and a half. And and look, I'm not saying this as you know, hey, they're going to make the playoffs this year because I don't think they will. But 
this next stretch of games is the time to come alive. Like this is the point of the season of like, okay, if you're going to do something, you do it right now because you've got a six game home stretch here coming up right in the middle in the middle of January where you've got Seattle, Ottawa, Vancouver, San Jose, Chicago, and Tampa all coming to Buffalo. That's right in a row. That's six yep. games in a row. There's, there is no reason to come out flat in games like that, especially when you have a homestand like this, like it, it should be much easier to come out and be ready to go at puck drop over the next, you know, after the should first be. after these two road games, obviously, but it should be. But and then you head out west, which you've statistically done really good on west coast road trips the past couple of years. You've been very good on west coast road trips. And then we're already in February, so th- like I said, if they're going to do something, this next stretch of games over the next month and a half is the time to do it. And again, I'm not trying to be that guy of blind optimism saying mm-hmm. they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to do this, they're going to. They do are that. actually going to go on a 10 game win streak, and everything's fine, right? However. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to do something crazy where they do go on a good run where it's they string finally more than two games together. I just like, and like that that to me though Josh is 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 the problem I'm having. You're such a young fun team and yet it seems literally impossible for a young team who should have fresher legs than teams like Washington, like Pittsburgh, like the Rangers to get up two games in a row. Mm-hmm. to put in two very quality performances in a row. I mean, how many times have we had it where, boom, they get a great win. Here, I'll just, I randomly pull up the schedule. December 11th against Arizona. They win a home game, 5-2, to two, all over Arizona. And they go to Colorado, they lose 5-1. Never really in the contest. They're just not. They beat Vegas 5-2. to two. There we go. That's a great team. And you immediately lose to Arizona 2-0, and you get clobbered by Columbus 9-4. And then you beat Toronto nine to three. Then you beat Toronto <laughs> nine to three. Yeah, right. But but here's here's the other thing. And Don Granado said this yesterday with uh, Sal and Joe. They've been so hurt. They've been so injured. They have. Like it. It's not even funny. Tage Thompson leaves a game because I think it was Charlie Coyle or Charlie McAvoy basically steps on his skate. Yeah, he has a lower body injury. He he he's, he's able to he's come back. Bleeding. Yep. And he goes into the locker room, gets patched up, comes back out, takes a shot off the hand five seconds into his first shift, and then he goes back off and he's out for and likely a month. broke his wrist. Yeah, so it's it's this you have constant that. cycle. Of course, Jack Quinn didn't start the year, right. and I think that caused and, a lot of problems for their second line. And Jack Quinn, since coming back, has been awesome. Well, I, I you know, and and, and, and look, and, and it's I, that's why I don't want to get totally negative because you're right. Like I mean, most people had the JJ Paterka breakout attributed to Jack Quinn. Right. They thought he was going to be the guy that's like, he's going to be 35-plus goal scorer right now. And instead, it's kind of become Paterka, where it's like, no, no, he's kind of the freak. But you're right. Since Quinn has come in, he's been very, very good. Yeah. I mean, I think he's played maybe 10 games at this point. It hasn't been a lot. It, it has not been a lot. But but it's it was awesome to see Paterka do that at the beginning when Quinn wasn't here. But now it's like, okay, where did he go? But like it's it's it's... It's all about like these guys like picking each other up in different spots. And the part of the problem is when they're hurt is you don't have Tage Thompson picking up that first line when Skinner and Tuck are having an off night. You don't have Skinner picking up that line when Thompson and Tuck are having an off yeah. night. It's it you couldn't get everyone together to have this like chemistry and just this flow. And again, now that they're all healthy, how long is it going to take to see that? I don't know, but I I think that you will see it relatively quickly yeah at just, least somewhat of a turnaround I'm also having, quinn's played six games has three okay. goals so i like my problem is and again i I have the schedule open up here something happened 
that caused issues. We know through October they were four and five and at eight points. Not mm-hmm. great. They had yeah. they, you know they had dragged one game to overtime and not looking great. But at the end of October, they get a four nothing win over Colorado. Then the one time they've won games back to back, they beat Philadelphia in Philadelphia five to two. Then of course we do know that two days later they lose to Philadelphia five to one in in Buffalo because in you know, the black and reds. Of course they do. But even with that being said, they then beat Toronto and Buffalo six four. They drag a point out against Carolina, and they lose that game three to two in overtime. And then they beat Minnesota three to two. That beginning of November, end of October, feels good. And then they lost four straight. Are we just getting Three. reverse voodoo with the black and reds? Last pretty year much, they yeah. were pretty much that. Last year they were just incredible, were scoring six goals, winning almost every game. Now yeah. it seems like it can barely muster out a win. Yeah, they were untouchable in those jerseys, but they, lo- they lose three straight there. Four, four nothing Pittsburgh, five to two to Boston. The four in a row, two. the four in a row is in the beginning of December. Yep, and then yeah, then you get the four in a row. Well, and and really it was you know five out of six. You lost seven to two to New Jersey. You beat the Rangers five one. Then you lose six four to St. Louis. You mm-hmm. lose two to six or six to two, excuse me, to Carolina. Two to one to Nashville. Five to three to Detroit. They they they've been pretty comfortable losing games in a row. Right, yeah, and that's the, that's the thing though. Like aside from those two, the 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 seven games there where it was like those three and the three and the four mm-hmm. in the streaks, they're a five hundred hockey team. Yep, that's the that's the other frustrating part is it was win loss, win loss, win loss for quite it, a while there, and and like that's where like I get it. Like I, I again, I'm not sitting here going, oh well, oh they're gonna be fine. It's it's everything's gonna be great. We're gonna figure it out. Like, look at the prospects. Yes, look at the prospects because they're doing awesome. Noah Oslin had two points again today. Yeah, it finally feels like the Sabres actually know how to draft and develop. That's exciting. Which, the, I guess the point is, is I know it's bleak right now, but there's, and I know we've been saying this for 10 years, but there's still hope. Like, there's still guys coming up. There's still a chance for mm-hmm. these guys to somewhat turn it around this year and show you that last year wasn't a fluke. And again, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but maybe they'll get close like they did last year. And it'll be at least fun hockey. But if everyone can stay healthy, that's where I'm at at this point. If everyone can stay healthy, then you have the chance to at least make something of it. You do. Now, if they you stay do. healthy and they don't make anything of it, then it's then it's time, time to start looking and making hard decisions. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what those hard decisions are. And if it gets to that, I'm glad I'm not in Kevin Adams' shoes because that's going to be... It's going to be tough. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know what direction they would go with there. But, I, again, I'm not trying to be the, the blind, blind hope. Blindly whatever. following. Yep. Yeah. But I'm still. You're far more optimistic than I am. Yeah. And I'm, well, but I'm at the point of, okay, this is your, like, this is your moment. Mm-hmm. Go out there and take it. Because it's Granado's third year? Yep. For, third full year. Yeah. And, so, and, and they've got to, and they've got to make something of it, or he's going to get fired here soon. That's the other thing is that's difficult is you have all this constant changes of coaches and things. You can't just sit there and say, "Well, it's Granado's fault." No, he's been here for three years. Like, yeah, you have to give him time. All right, we're going to take a quick time out here. Coming up at twelve, we've got Sabers live. Sabers at seven o'clock pregame at six going up against Montreal. You're listening to the X Point Show right here on WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.